0: What <laughs> the Many of you know that one of my dreams in life is to become a professional wrestler, and if I were to pick an entrance song, it would probably be something like mm, "Jesus Freak" or "Meant to Live," maybe even "Bullet with Butterfly Wings." But on May 6, I walked through—I got to walk through an audit—a uh, whole stadium. Technically, I walked through a stadium, had my name called off received an award all to Pomp and Circumstance, which technically was Randy Macho Man Savage's entrance song and Jay Lethal's for a while. Actually, I think it still is Jay Lethal's entrance song. Welcome to My Seminary Life. I'm your host, Brandon Knight, and this is the graduation special. Today, I'm going to be talking about all things related to graduation and graduating And I would encourage all of you listening at home to get comfortable, grab a... Grab a comfy chair, something fun to drink, because there's a good chance this may be the only graduation special in my seminary life history, or possibly like 10 to 15 years from now, we'll run it back. And in order to have this conversation on graduation, she has rolled her eyes and shook her head several times already. This is possibly why I should do a video podcast at some point but i need to use my newfound budget to buy a webcam first because these laptops have real bad webcams let me tell you anyway here with us today is the woman who not only went with me through to graduation but has been with me all throughout the seminary experience my wife claire is here with us again hello claire hi You might have to speak up a little bit louder than that. Hi. (laughs) That was better. See, watch all the squiggly lines. Yes. The bigger the squiggly line, the louder you are. And uh, yeah, that's about as technical as I can get on a show like this. Anyway, so we're here today to talk about graduating. Um, Before we get into the story itself, because it was quite the weekend, The actual graduating part was probably the easiest part of that weekend. (laughs) But uh, before we get into it, Claire, um, you are a graduate of the University of Jerry Falwell. And you did not attend graduation because they're not from around here and we're not from where they are. So this was kind of like your first experience with like a real big graduation Christian university seminary graduation thing. At a high level, what, what did you what did you think of the whole experience as a whole?
1: I mean, it wasn't any I mean, I don't know. What do you mean?
0: <laughs> I mean, you was it interesting? Did you have a good time? Was there anything that you were like, wow, this is really extra?
1: Um, I mean, I guess I don't know if this is normal, but the whole like carrying the flag it american flag in and then i'm pretty sure we sang the national anthem and said the pledge of allegiance and maybe we didn't say the pledge of allegiance but i was like why do we need to sing the national anthem i don't know maybe it's just because i'm like the worst american ever but every time i have to sing the national anthem somewhere or say the pledge of allegiance i kind of just roll my eyes
0: If you did the Pledge of Allegiance, that was before we all walked in. I don't remember doing the Pledge of Allegiance. The National Anthem did indeed happen. And because I'm also one of those worst Christians, as soon as the National Anthem got done playing, I mumbled under under my breath, Play ball! And the guy next to me laughed.
1: I'm pretty sure your grandpa made that exact same joke.
0: Now you know where i got it because it's a good solid joke what about i think you did make a comment about this so i'm going to bring this up and then we'll start our adventure from the beginning what about the lance
1: oh i totally forgot about that is that what that was a lance
0: so i i believe it is called i think it's a lance although it's more like the size of a sa- of a staff or a scepter. What did you think of our little ceremonial piece of weaponry?
1: I mean, it just kind of seemed wholly unnecessary, and I'm going to be honest. I-, I think I remember the Bible was the first thing because it was the foundation, and after that I just kind of was like, this is not worth me listening to, so...
0: Okay, so I think it was like a year or two before I showed up is when this thing got added in. We have a ceremonial lance, and it's big. It's, you know, when you think, uh, to me, when you think of a lance, that's like a small combat weapon. We have a whole lot of, no? It's like,
1: we just watched A Knight's Tale the other day. That's what a lance is, honey.
0: Okay, so a jousting <laughs> stick. Maybe that's why, because I always just call it a, jou- a jousting stick. So we have this.
1: Hold a lance. Hello. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Um, so yeah, we have this lance. Uh, it showed up like a year or two before I did. And uh, I've, I've been... To, this is the third time I've been to graduation because I, I served one of the years that I graduated at Grace. And yeah, I don't know all of the symbolic there's, there's a
1: flame in there somewhere
0: there's a flame somewhere in there there's a bible there probably was a earth or world or something i think so and they're all stacked on top of yes. each other you totally can't use this thing for jousting
1: no i'm not quite sure a lance is what i would actually call it it kind of reminded me more of like the olympic torch but like not lit on fire or on
0: which is a missed opportunity. Whole lot of weaponry and Christian nationalism to start off this episode talking about the national anthem and this weird ceremonial thingy. It
1: it, we did the national anthem and it wasn't the pledge of allegiance. It was they walked in with like the American flag and all the old guys with their fake guns. You know, like they were doing that whole thing the presentation of colors and everyone was standing up and putting their hands over their heart and I was like this is so stupid and then we sat down and then later we sing the national anthem like these things didn't all happen at the same time which didn't really make sense to me but
0: I had to be there for the national anthem part apparently because I didn't see any of the presentation of colors yeah. the lamp was already there yeah okay I wonder if do you think Liberty has a lance. They have a lance, don't they?
1: I honestly could not care less about Liberty University.
0: It's probably a shotgun. Anyway, so...
1: Or, you know, just Jerry Falwell with his pants unzipped taking a photo with (laughs) some girl.
0: (laughs) It's a ridiculous-looking statue. (laughs) Have you ever seen the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale trophy that people get yeah i think so yeah that's what it would be it would be a giant trophy with oh. falwell with his pants unzipped at the top <laughs> we're trying to save this episode we've been uh talking about nationalism and, <laughs> and weapons so let's poke fun at jerry falwell for a second anyway so um starting back at the beginning we we oh, Graduation weekend, we left on Friday to go out to Winona Lake, Indiana for a seminary congratulations lunch. And I went, you and, fun fact listeners, producer Cooper doesn't travel well. Uh, Claire and I are both homebodies. We like to be home, particularly me. I like to be home in my environment, and producer Cooper definitely picks up where we left leaf off with that for sure. So I went to the luncheon, you guys wandered around Winona Lake. What did you what did you do in Winona Lake? And if you don't remember, just tell us what do you like about Winona Lake?
1: Well, we went to lunch first because I was soups hungry. Um we went to Light Rail and I got my favorite thing. A Oh, gosh, I can't think of the name. A margarita pizza. Delicious. And I also got some garlic Parmesan waffle fries. Because I was stressed, and so I wanted to eat. Uh, Anyway, we ate lunch. Cooper did fantastic through lunch. Uh, And then I stuck him in his uh, stroller, and we walked around some of the shops. Uh, We went into this one shop, and the owner lady, she was very nice. But she would not stop talking. And She was telling me all about her kids and her grandkids and where they were at college and where they had graduated from because I told them you told her you were graduating. And she just kept telling me how blessed I was. <laughs> so there was that.
0: And if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> light railed. Pizza is indeed the best gluten-free pizza that you have ever had.
1: It's my favorite.
0: Your favorite?
1: Like overall combined. Like there's other places that maybe have like good crust or good taste, but like the combination of everything at Light Rail is very good.
0: Be honest. How high ranking is that Domino's Chicken Bacon Ranch gluten-free pizza you've made?
1: Like on a scale of one to ten? I like guess seven.
0: Solid number. Okay. So while you two are wandering around, getting your ears talked off, and eating gluten-free pizza, I'm at this seminary luncheon. I'm reconnecting with some of my old professors, particularly Dr. Rotza who was my advisor when I was in um, when I was an undergrad at Grace. We've stayed connected through social media and apparently he's old friends with Eric Nevins who runs the Christian Podcaster Association. It's a small world after all. So I'm getting reconnected with them. I actually met a couple of my online students, ate lunch with them. Pretty cool guys. It was really interesting to finally meet like people i've only interacted with online even that's like two weeks in a row because right afterwards i had the convention where i met all these other guys at least i did like video calls with those guys so reconnecting with professors meeting classmates i even met a girl who knew me from when we were apparently we were both at grace at the same time we graduated the same year she was friends uh erin and julie if you're listening to this yeah julia says hi um talk to her she seen she looked familiar i don't know if i ever really knew her but she looked familiar it was really cool just to like r- get to know her and sit around with her there lunch was pretty good vegetable lasagna not usually at wow you Okay, so no on the vegetable lasagna?
1: I don't think you told me that.
0: Yeah, it was vegetable lasagna or like a chicken in a gravy. Like it was hard to tell what even it was supposed to be.
1: I mean, probably just, you know, chicken gravy, white gravy, whatever.
0: Chicken gravy. Um, Yeah, that's what it was for lunch. Giant slices of cheesecake or chocolate cake for dessert, though. That was pretty good. Uh, I sat with the head of the women's department leadership ministry department. She was very interesting. She's comes from an education background. So she's very well versed in like teaching the Bible, not preaching, sorry, but like teaching the Bible. She's like, was really well versed in. It was really interesting talking to her. They're all very excited because grace is launching the masters of divinity program fully online this fall. So all the professors were buzzing about that buzz buzz so we had lunch they did graduate awards um the new testament student of the year which is a really weird title uh that what does that mean because i don't know if that came in over the mic what that means is that this student was very well versed in the greek like excelled in greek and also just had a passion for studying the new testament this student also got the faculty award, which is the highest academic awards you can get at the, at the seminary, and it comes with a cash prize, which I would have been trying harder if I knew there was cash involved in this. Both went to the same girl. Uh, she gave one of the speeches at graduation, which we'll get to the speeches, the good one, the good speech. Um, and then they did the hooding of the doctoral students, which was whatever. They told us all about their dissertations, which is interesting. Grace has always had a large amount of students from—I shouldn't say a large amount, maybe a surprisingly large amount of students from South Korea, particularly in the theology and doctorate world. Like most of the doctoral students graduating, were pastors from either from South Korea or ministering in South Korean churches here in the US. I don't know why. Maybe uh, the Karis Fellowship is a little bit more of like a Ohio thing, so maybe there's a higher concentration in Ohio of South Korean people in Ohio. I don't know. It's a Grand Torino situation. I don't know. Anyway, so during all of that, I am starting to feel very self conscious because my mentality, I I have had the same mentality as the American Nightmare Cody wrote of finish the story. I don't care about awards. I don't care about chords. All I care about is finally finishing the story and getting my master's degree. But as I'm sitting there listening to my professor's talk about these students breaking out into tears over just how passionately devoted these students were. I'm starting to feel very self-conscious during all of this because this has been an ongoing struggle for me of in the academic world. I'm not academic enough. I'm not an academic. I'm I'm not an intellectual in the ministry world, I have never quite fit the mold of the stereotypical white evangelical ministry leader. And in the podcasting world, when you have a show that very explicitly says the word seminary in it, I've often have been treated like the bad guy in the comment section of like this in dust industrial, that's not the right word, institutionalized part of the machine person. All of this is to say, I have often felt homeless. Like these are the three groups that I thought I was a part of, the seminary academic world, the ministry world, the podcasting world. And I'm alienated by large groups within each one of these camps And I know everybody our age is now starting to be really cool and try to like, like reference Rich Mullins with everything. But seriously, like I, to reference Rich Mullins, I feel like a ragamuffin. Like I feel like this homeless person wandering around who like doesn't have, doesn't have a place to go to that doesn't fit in. Now I was able to shake it off a little bit because it's my graduation. Like I'm not here to mope around. I'm not here to be depressed. I'm here to be excited because the story is over. But like all these things I'm saying are not new things to you. You have known about these things. So I don't know. You don't have to turn this into a therapy session. Don't. We're already, we're almost at 20 minutes already. So don't turn this into a therapy session. But like, like, what do you think about all that? Why don't diagnose me? But like, I don't know what is your what do you always tell me I guess is what I'm saying when I get into these situations because this is like a normal part of my life it feels like
1: I mean I think in the past I've just encouraged you that like you may feel like you're alone because you don't fit into the popular groups but there's a lot of other people out there who are like you and you just have to work a little bit harder to find those people. Um, honestly, I think, <clears throat> I don't know, I think sometimes some people try a little too hard to fit into those, three, like those, you know, just like the categories that they think, like I know for a long time, I felt like that, like that's in like, within like the Christian mom Like groups or Christian, young Christian women, like there's a certain like visual that comes to mind. And like, I don't fit into that. And like, for a long time, I found myself trying to force myself to be like that. But like, that's lame. So I don't know.
0: That's all I got. That's lame. Yeah. Don't ever don't ever say is it mama you don't like the m-a-m-a mama oh she just made a throw a, a mama bear don't 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 do the mama bear thing apparently so lunch ends we reconnect we head to our hotel check in everything's fine bluey is even on tv so like best case scenario there and actually, we got pretty lucky, I would say, with this hotel that you picked out because all within our, our our parking lot situation made our life very easy. Because it's Cinco de Mayo, y'all, and we're a couple white people, which means we need to find some place to get tacos. So it just so happened that in the parking lot, like right across, was Hacienda, which um, I don't. Like we had, obviously we have the one there in Warsaw, Winona Lake. I don't know where else these are at, honestly. It's like a chain. I'm sure there's not that many. They're just in Indiana, you're pretty sure. Okay. Um, this This was your first time? Yes? At a hacienda. At a hacienda? Yes, that was your first time at a hacienda. So let's do, we'll do it like this. What did you think? What did you get? And most importantly how are the chips and salsa? Because one thing you all need to know about Claire and I is that whenever we go to a Mexican restaurant, doesn't matter how many times we've been to that one particular Mexican restaurant, the first five to 10 minutes of our conversation is us evaluating the chips and salsa and comparing them to other establishments. So what did you think? What did you get? And uh, how are the chips and salsa?
1: Uh, I mean, it was definitely a white people Mexican restaurant. Not authentic at all, but that's fine. Uh, I got fajitas, which were not bad. It was a good portion size. The chicken was nice and juicy. wasn't, like, dried out or nothing. Um, And I got a super authentic blue raspberry margarita. So, uh... <laughs> Um, you know, very respectful <laughs> Mexican culture here. um, sorry. um the chips and salsa were quite honestly some of the worst chips and salsa I've ever had at a restaurant. Um, the salsa had very little flavor, uh no spice at all. And like, I know that a table salsa at a restaurant is not gonna be super spicy. Because you gotta please the masses but it literally tasted like tomato sauce i i'm getting to the point where if my salsa isn't spicy it just tastes like it should go on spaghetti instead
0: yeah we actually have a jar of salsa pretty similar to that right now On accident, which is a real bummer because it's black bean and corn, which is like one of my favorite kinds of salsa.
1: I bought it because people were coming over and I didn't want to get anything too spicy. But you know what? I'm just going to start telling people, if you don't like my salsa too freaking bad, because I'm just going to buy the salsa that I like.
0: I do agree with you, particularly when you were talking about the meals Um, on this point. Really good on the portion sizes. Like I ate my whole meal and did not feel like stuffed, I'm going to die, or like, oh, I could eat another four bowls of chips. Uh, I got the, they weren't street tacos. I think they were called food truck tacos. It was, one. there was three tacos. One was chicken, one was steak, one was pork, and it was like pulled pork. And then you got three different sauces, avocado ranch, which was my favorite, Korean barbecue, which was, It was Korean barbecue nothing really to write home about. And then I think it was mango salsa. And after 20-something years of eating salsa, I have officially determined that I don't like fruit salsas. I don't like mango, peach, pineapple, none of them. Anytime I've had them, it just tastes weird to me.
1: Fruit salsas. So good. This... They're only good, again, if they're spicy because that whole like spicy sweet, I love that juxtaposition of flavors.
0: Juxtaposition. Big words here today. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't love it. It's. It tastes like syrup. I don't like it. It tastes syrupy. And I had a Corona. <laughs> um, also within our same parking lot situation of our hotel and also Hacienda, was Ritter's, which I think I talked about Ritter's about this time last year during the College Story series, where I this was the first big off-campus event every year when I was there at Grace. My youngest brother, who goes to Grace College now, uh, it sounds like they don't do it anymore, but Ritter's, I think it's more of like a eastern indiana ohio thing custard it's known for its custard and at this event it was a dollar i talked to jonathan dr jonathan roy who was on here last year as well i talked to him about it it was a it was a dollar you got like two scoops of vanilla or chocolate and i think it had like sprinkles and whipped cream on it but it was a buck class had just started so none of us really had that much homework when you're a freshman it's kind of like the first thing you and all your roommates can go do together when you're you know cu- when you're like a sophomore junior s- senior it's kind of this like you know event where you can reconnect with all of your friends because now everybody's back on campus anything really to talk about with the Ritters? you got like a caramel Sunday or something
1: yeah uh it was pretty much just your run-of-the-mill walk-up ice cream place you know every every town has those at least in the midwest where you've got like one ice cream place where they're just like a little shack and you walk up to the window and you order and you eat outside standard standard midwest stuff
0: standard midwest stuff there was a sonic the hedgehog plush like zip-tied into their their gazebo, which was a little weird. It looked brand new, too, so I kind of wanted to steal them. But, yeah, like you said, pretty standard Midwestern. There's a walk-up, no dining area. It's fun. And, you know, no work in the winter because nobody wants to do that in the winter or in the Midwest. So now, because we all have one, the three of us have one hotel room, that meant when Cooper went to bed, it was lights out for everybody. And since we're in the Eastern time zone for this, that means it was like lights out at like six o'clock at night, which was fine. We both just kind of, you worked on some stuff for youth group. I was collecting information about, doctoral programs onto a google doc to which claire reminded me don't forget this is like 10 years from now and i said i know i just want it all in one space that's all i want that's all i want it's just so that way i can it my brain functions better when i can dump stuff out that's why i have like a general outline for the podcast until like 2026 totally not on purpose just as just as ideas come to mind, I put it down and then put like a date by it, and yeah, it booked itself anyway. But like I said up at the top, producer Cooper, he don't travel too well, so if you had to guess, how many hours of sleep do you think you
1: got? I mean, I could probably go on my phone and tell you exactly how many, but it was probably like mm, four.
0: I think when I checked my app in the morning, Mm -hmm. we both have health apps. um, I think mine was like four or five uh, because he kept waking up because we were in the same room. So he saw us. So he was like, pick me up, people. Come on. So Claire has graciously volunteered to do the night shift since I'm here during the day with him. And so she kept getting up. She kept getting up. And finally, you know, every parent knows like that tone that the other parent has when they give up. And so I heard, I heard it. And so then I get up and I had to just like sit and hold him. Actually, I stood for like 30 to 40 minutes and then finally was able to sit down and held him for another like hour or so before I was able to put him back down. (laughs) So, the my, our, our alarm goes off apparently i turn it off i don't remember turning it off because i had gotten like one more hour of sleep between putting him down and then having to turn off the alarm we sleep through that we still had enough time though but yeah that evening was rough are you looking up your results or okay well you i guess you can't find it that's fine so we have a, a lovely little intercontinental breakfast, which really wasn't that intercontinental. I mean, I had biscuits and gravy. It was good, it's but not that's not... It's not called intercontinental. It's not called intercontinental? It's <laughs>
1: just continental.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure, though, Key and Peel have a joke about it being intercontinental. And <laughs> I
1: mean, there's food from all over the world. <laughs>
0: So we have breakfast, <laughs> and then we go to my favorite coffee shop, which has been recently renamed. It was Latte Lounge, now it's like Crown Coffee, which could totally be a coffee shop down the road from us. We get some coffees. I it was
1: called like Coffee on the Square.
0: <laughs> That's what it was, Coffee on the Coffee on the Square. That which could still be the name of a coffee shop down the road from us, since the downtown is called the Square. We get some coffees. It's drizzling a little bit, but it was farmer's market. There was a farmer's market going on. And I guess it was like the first one of the year. We walk around. We find out that apparently in this neck of the woods, Casiesco County, it's normal to find people selling fresh meat. At farmers markets because there were like two or three people set up with fresh meat don't usually see that around here you also got some flowers didn't you
1: yeah um the nice lady she said hey does your baby want to make you a free bouquet of flowers and i said i mean he probably doesn't want to but i do
0: it was very nice it was very nice of her it was clearly just like a just being friendly moment uh I held one flower in front of Cooper's face just far enough for him to not be able to shove it into his mouth like he wanted to you were pretty happy with the result, and even though it kind of withered a little bit on the ride home we we got it back going once we got home to a pitcher of glass of water
1: yes like like a week or so,
0: and it was like baby's breath and um, other things. I don't even know Just what the cheap
1: other flowers. That's okay. That's okay.
0: It was nice. It was nice, and it was a decent size for like small, cheap flowers. After the farmers market, we go back to the village because I haven't been able to walk around a bit yet. So we go through a couple shops, go to Rocket Fizz, look at get look at the candy try to get Cooper to like, you know, play with some of the stuff in there. We get lunch. We're like starting to cut it close now because light rail is freaking busy. There were two graduation ceremonies that day. There was one in the morning and then mine later in the afternoon. Not only that Warsaw's farmer's market had just started and just up the road, one on a lakes farmer's market had just started. So, the village was like hopping. I I don't remember ever seeing the village that busy. And light rail, like the line to light rail was out the door. We get food, we're cutting it close. My anxiety is through the roof. So we just get in the car and I'm like shoveling a cob salad into my mouth. It was delicious. You have a deep sigh. Would you like to comment on something?
1: No, I just... I kind of blocked this part from my memory because it it was very, very difficult.
0: (laughs) It was very stressful. It was unnecessarily stressful. And I know part of it was just me being stressed about being stressed which made everyone else stressed but i was trying to stay as calm as possible because it was light rail is packed light rail is technically just a small coffee shop even though they have like a full service menu so they don't have enough people working so they're them getting the food out is taking a long time Cooper's having a meltdown because it's like overstimulating and he's hungry and I'm like okay I have to be there soon I know we're not far from campus but like we got to be there soon so it all works out <laughs> it all works out we get to the Manahan Orthopedic Capital Center or Maxi for short we get to the MOXIE and that's where we split. You go with Coop well, you feed Cooper and you eat and you go inside. I go down, I get my hood attached to my um gown. Yeah, that's what you call it, a gown. For a second I was like, That doesn't sound right. Yeah, it's a gown. I get my hood attached to my gown. I find my placement in line. It's pretty cool. Doctor Ratza, who's my advisor, was also graduating with a masters in education, so he was down there. Uh met Some more of my uh, online uh, classmates, which was cool. And then my brother Bradley's best friend was graduating from Grace with his bachelor and master's of divinity, Josh. He was right over there, too. So we were able to catch up a little bit, which was cool. You go, you find our people. That was all well and good. I'm sure my grandpa got into trouble doing something did my grandpa do anything
1: um i think he was okay
0: for part. okay just to clarify my grandpa actually is in very good health that wasn't a he was okay like implying something could be wrong my grandpa is just very mischievous and he like gets into trouble like he got in trouble on our wedding for like being in like the wrong area at the wrong time and like that's just kind of that's just kind of how my grandpa is he's very frequently just in the wrong place at the wrong time he woke up cooper at our first birthday and that was you at our first birthday at his first birthday which that frustrated you a tad bit that was your first experience with grandpa making you frustrated about something after years of listening to my grandmother yell at him for how he drives and (laughs) other things throwing brownies at him anyway the graduation ceremony we already talked about the nationalism part. I did have once we were all in there seated, I did have this moment of tearing up a little bit, quite honestly, just like the wow, it really is here. We're going to do it now. I just need to make sure I don't trip while I walk across the stage. We get into the ceremony. There are two speeches. So the graduating classes are the seminary, the online students, the undergrad business department, and the undergrad ministry department. So the head of the undergrad ministry department, the top student, and then from the seminary, that girl I was talking about earlier who won all the cool prizes, they both got to give a speech. The seminary student, I don't really remember much of it, if I'm being honest. She quoted Paul at one point, and I remember it being, like, very well put together. Like, the fact that she won all these awards and her speech being, like, really well put together, it all was making sense. The undergrad student quoted Lady Gaga three or four times. Yeah. The best part is I remember that more than the actual I I shouldn't say good speech. I think these two speeches, I I should say good speech. To me, when you put these speeches back to back, what you have is just age and maturity on display. Like the seminary student Mindset. mindset, like the seminary student shouldn't be quoting Lady Gaga, but a, what would that be? 22, 23 year old quoting Lady Gaga, 24 at tops. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of surprised Lady Gaga is still relevant for like Gen Z. But she's still she, new music. does she still release new
1: music? Yeah.
0: I know she's going to be in the Joker next year with Joaquin Phoenix. She's going to be Harley Quinn. Really? Haven't? Maybe I probably have told you, and you just like spaced it because Cooper was crying while I told you that. But yeah, she's supposed to be Harley Quinn and the Joker too.
1: Alrighty.
0: Yeah. So she she talks about Lady Gaga and how basically don't be afraid, I think is what it was.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I was also just kind of bummed that none of the quotes were from her songs. Like I was listening to these quotes and I'm like, that's not a lyric from a Lady Gaga song. I was like, wait a second. She's like quoting just things that she said. That's lame.
0: I want her up there saying bad romance and born this way and other silly thing.
1: My poker face. You can't because I'm not afraid.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Lady Gaga gets off the stage so- seminary student gives her speech. There's a whole bunch of other speeches. Honestly, I don't remember most most of them. Although we found out that the president of the college and seminary is a bit of a youth pastor. Would you like to comment on Dr. President's speech at all? Dr. President's speech?
1: I just remember sitting there listening to him talk about I don't even it was just like, I don't know, stuff that was happening on campus. And I was like, this literally sounds like a summer camp. Are, is there any learning going on here? Or are college kids just doing dumb stuff? And I I didn't go, go to college. I didn't go away to school. I don't have the campus life experience. But... I don't know. It just kind of seemed like. Okay. Were you like on a red team and blue team collecting points all year? And at the end you got a gold spray painted handmade trophy because that's what it sounded like.
0: The, um, no, that never happened. At least while I was there, I'm a little bit bummed. We did do Olympiad though, which was like, a very brief period of time, like a one week event thing. Anyway. Yeah. I think I told you this. Um, our current president is the youngest president that we've had possibly ever, but definitely within very recent history. So I think he's trying real hard to be like relatable and cool with the youth, particularly the college students. I, I, I wasn't really getting much out of him, but also I was an online student this go around. Even some of the stuff that he was talking about, I was like, I mean, when I graduated here, when I was a student here, I don't remember us talking about all this, you know, the ridiculous stuff. I have heard some people though compare Bible College to like a four year long VBS, which he kind of made it sound like a year of VBS.
1: Yeah, essentially.
0: And then I graduated, gave me my diploma. Technically, they didn't. They gave me a A cover, cover and I'm supposed to be getting it in the mail soon, I think. I should check my email. I think it's supposed to be, like, in June or July. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with it because I do not have an office to put it up in. should just start putting stuff on the walls in here. (laughs) Anyway. And that was about it. Found you, mom, grandma, grandpa, and then two of my brothers took some pictures. My grandma cried, cuz that's what my grandma does. Producer Cooper unless everybody was lying to me and got their story straight about it. Producer Cooper apparently thrived, like slept through a good chunk of it. I only heard him cry once during it. He did, okay?
1: Yeah, he slept uh until the president started talking. And then he was like, I'm awake now. But he didn't cry. He was fine. He was just chilling out. He did poop like right before you were about to walk across the stage. And I was like, come on, kid. If I miss (laughs) him walking across the stage because you pooped your pants, I'm going to be real mad.
0: Real mad. But you made it. I did. And I made it. And Cooper made it. And he would poop right before doing that. Because he's a baby.
1: Stanky.
0: Stanky. And that was it. We stopped at Culver's, got some snacks and some drinks, drove home, got some Jersey Mikes. For some reason, I wanted to say Quiznos, which I've never ate once in my life. We got some Jersey Mikes for dinner and uh, shipped Cooper off to bed. And he all took a nice big sigh of relief after that part. <laughs> And that was it. So any, um, any final thoughts, any final comments on the whole weekend experience for you? It's fine if you don't really have.
1: No, I think I'm good.
0: I have one last question for you then. Um, during all of this, being in the academic environment and being, as you said, you did not have like the traditional on-campus experience at university of Jerry Falwell. And, but you suddenly found it very interesting to look at MBAs. You have a degree in business. You have a bachelor's in business. And I was there when you finished. And I definitely remember you saying something along the lines of, I'm never going to go back to school. And if I ever am expected to go back to school, it better be for quite the big raise. And all of a sudden, we're just kind of hanging out. I'm writing, you know, notes about doctoral programs and you're researching MBAs. So, we talked about it a little bit. You know, we agreed like, hey, now that we're done with school paying stuff, like we should probably focus on like finishing up your student loans, paying off the car, getting a house or finding a different living condition that's a little bit bigger for us. And then we can come back to this because, like, your job offers like a pretty good discount for um, business schooling stuff. Is the, now that some time, passed past couple weeks have passed, is that still like something you're thinking about, or has it like moved on? You're on something else now.
1: Um, I very specifically looked into the Indiana University campus near us. They have a program that you do in 13 months and you go there every other weekend and like everyone is together in the same classes and you go through all the classes and everything at the same time. And like the way that it was structured and everything, it seemed really interesting. And I was like, I think I could do it if it was only a year. Um but I found out how much it costs and it's like thirty thousand dollars. So I mean Am I open to it a little bit? Yeah. Is there a lot of other things ahead of going back to school that I'd rather spend $30,000 on? Yeah. So, like, if I never go back, I won't be upset.
0: Speaking of spending a lot of money, we're going to Disney next year. We're going to Disney. I imagine you would also rather go to Universal before going back to school, too to ride around Harry Potter world.
1: I would rather do just about anything than go back to school. So,
0: and on that note, let's go ahead and wrap up the graduation special. So thank you all for listening again. I hope you cherished this. Listen to it a bunch of times, run up my downloads because uh, there's a good chance. This may be the only graduation special ever in the history of my seminary life, or you might have to wait around for like 10 years or something. Thank you all for listening. You can um, head into the description of this episode to find links to the My Seminary Life shop and website. Please go look at the website. I've been tooling around with it and trying to make it a little simpler and also more engaging to look at. Also, there's some new merch up. A couple sticker options if you would like to check out, uh, get a couple stickers for your laptop or water bottle needs. You can also, if you enjoyed this, please consider rating and reviewing the show wherever you get your podcasts or leave a review on the My Seminary Life Facebook page. If you ever want to get in contact with me, you can send the show an email at emailseminarylife at gmail.com. Again, that's emailseminarylife at gmail.com. My Seminary Life is a proud member I guess of the Anna Ministries podcast network. We have a whole bunch of great shows here on the network. So if you enjoyed this, you may also enjoy the brand new show hockey night in Carolina that for all you NHL fans are very specifically fans of the Carolina hurricanes there's a brand new hockey podcast hosted by TJ Blackwell and someone else. I should have checked that first. But TJ from the Whole Church, this is a new project. He's starting working on or talking about hockey. So, hockey night in Carolina. Check it out here on the network. We have uh, two fun episodes going up back to back here on MSL, help bridge the gap between Apologetics 101 and our big summer project, the Summer of Bonhoeffer. But before we get to that, we had this episode. And then next week here on the show. It is the first ever School's Out special. This is going to be a new yearly summer-themed episode to help kick off the summertime for us. It's going to be another just fun, relaxing conversation episode featuring my brother Bradley, who is going to be here with me to review one of our all-time favorite summertime movies, recess schools out which reminds me i forgot to tell you that we need to watch that this weekend because he's coming over next week to record it anyway so you can be on the lookout for that next week recess schools out movie review i highly doubt there's going to be anything remotely theological about this conversation but it's schools out for one week episode so it's just for fun anyway that's it for today's episode thank you again for taking time from your Kindle to read a book, to read a book and to talk to me about graduation. And of course, thank you for being with me through graduation and sincerely for the past two years, because I know I'm not an easy person to live with. Thank you all for listening. And remember, theology is for everyone. So keep on studying.